Hello, everyone, and welcome to War of the Stars, a Star Wars podcast. Come to you, as always, from deep within the Outer Rim, far beyond the watchful eyes of the Galactic Empire. My name is John Mark Tolley. Uh, as you can see, if you're on our live stream, my regular co-host, Will, is not able to be here today. He had a prior commitment and was not able to be here. But instead, we have the lovely Katie Webb joining us from the Houston Jedi Temple. Is that right? Yes. All right. Uh, well, Katie, welcome to War of the Stars. And before we get started here, why don't you tell us a little bit of what exactly is the Houston Jedi Temple? Okay. So the Houston Jedi Temple is basically the first Jedi Temple on Earth. Mm-hmm. And basically what I am hoping to uh, present to people is 26 rooms in full 3D, fully animated Um where I am the um, tour guide, and I take you through the building as if it is a real place. <laughs> oh, cool. Very cool. So wh- how did you come up with this idea? Where did this idea come from? It's actually interesting. Uh, I was working on another story. Um, I just got done working on a, on a big story uh, through an archive of our own. Um, about sort of a, a, a rise of Skywalker fix it story. And I ended up perusing other stories and I found um, a particular author that had written a story about what if the Sith had decided to invade Earth around 1968. And at first I thought it was the most stupid idea I've ever heard. <laughs> but then I started reading it and it's, it was, it was really intense. Like this, the chapters were like insanely long and, I, but I kept reading it and it was just like the, the, the more stranger it felt, the more like, you know, something like this could be interesting to work with. <laughs> I think I kept that in the back of my mind because I've always wanted to write a modern day Jedi story set in our, our time. Mm-hmm. But I feel I felt like also too I needed to sort of explain the lineage of the of the characters before I would present that story. So it's kind of like a marriage of the two. I feel like mm-hmm. of those okay. ideas. Cool. Very cool. Very cool. Um, where did the name Houston Jedi Temple come from? Um. Well, it's very interesting. Um. The, uh, the idea for it being in Houston is actually two reasons. Um, it's historical. Um, Houston did not become a city, did not, did not become Houston as we know it till 1831. So, and besides the Native Americans and Spanish, um, there's a huge chunk of time there for things to happen. And so that's why we kind of wanted to include it. And also I wanted to sort of um, acknowledge my my also my major inspiration for it the um the person that founded jediism mm. in america um his particular the particular packet that this person made um really helped me along story wise with some of my own work and just my ideas about how i wanted this set up so um that's yeah it's it's a nod to that too okay cool cool now when we're talking um, on our Twitter, you mentioned about your kind of your path back to the fandom. Um, yeah. Tell us, a little, I mean, tell tell me a little bit about that. You know, how you initially became a fan, and how did I mean, did you leave the fandom, or was it just something that 
it just kind of like faded away. I think for, for me, a lot of time, that was what it was, is we're just kind of mm -hmm. like, it was always there, but mm -hmm. you know, it just kind of faded away for a while. Well, I can start with the beginning. Um, okay. My father took me to see and took our whole family actually, which is rare because he never took um, our whole family out to see movies ever because we all had such, you know, wildly different tastes. Mm -hmm. um, but one weekend, um, he took us all out to the theaters. Um, this was when, this is 1997. This is when the trilogy was re-released in theater for a limited time. And that was my introduction to it in, in a movie theater, in, in the movie theater, seeing this stuff for the first time. And it was just, it was magical. It was like, it was like, it was like how some people feel about watching the greatest story ever told. Like, mm -hmm. it was just like, it was instant love. I loved everything about it. The whole story was just enthralling. It was catching. It was literally like it, for, for an eight-year-old, it was just magic. It truly was magic. Mm -hmm. And it was and it's so ironic that he's the one introduced it to me because he's a huge Star Trek fan. Mm. And I can't stand chart. <laughs> no offense to anybody out there. Uh, it's a no, off no offense taken. For, <laughs> for me, and I've told this story before. I'm of that generation that I grew up with Star Wars. Like, I don't know life without Star Wars. Um, the first movie I ever saw as a child that I remember going to see was Return of the Jedi. Wow. And this is the original, you know, 1983, I think, 84? Yeah, 84. Mm -hmm. And my aunt took me and we watched to see, uh, from, from Chicago, and we watched, we mm -hmm. saw Return of the Jedi, and I remember being terrified of the Emperor. Um, oh yeah. So he it's just something that's always kind of been part of my life in the background, um, just kind of like always there. And oh yeah, Star Wars. Star Wars is awesome. I love Star Wars, but I didn't become a fan until about the same time you're talking about midnight, early to early to late '90s. And mine was the books. Oh wow. Um, the the uh, the the Thrawn trilogy, uh, Timothy Zahn's Thrawn trilogy. That. I love though I fell in love with those books, and then when they re-released the trilogy, I was just, yeah, I'm I'm hooked. I'm hooked. <laughs> um, I I would say like it kind of, it was kind of on the cusp before I got into like boy bands and all that sort of thing. I was like mm -hmm. the perfect age for all that, so I kind of it sort of melded away a little bit into the background. But I do remember seeing the first two films when they came out. Yeah. Um, but by the time the fur came out, like my interest had sort of, I wouldn't say perished, but it was sort of like, um, not, it wasn't a priority because yeah. I was, I was big into music fandoms by then. Like I was getting back into the Beatles, like really hardcore. So that kind of took up my time. And then eventually <laughs> I went to other fandoms. Like I was in a beach boys fan. I was in a beach boys fandom for eight years. That's a whole trip. Um, <laughs> um, I was in the Sherlock fandom for a number of years i was in the smith's fandom for a number of years and um this is kind of like my first forte back into fandom since that period of time so um so you missed the the prequels or like that no i saw the first two i did not see the last movie till so actually very recently really really yeah i'm always interested to see to to talk to people who like this who either are recent 
converts to Ore. They were in it, then they got back in it. What did you think of episode three? Because episode three is my is personally my favorite of the of the of the prequel trilogy. Um, I think it's oh, the yeah. most intense. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, um, the battle scene with Obi Wan. Oh. And Anakin is so iconic. Oh, and for me, and I've said this before, for me, that fight sets the stage for what we see on the Death Star. Yes. Like it really, like when you look at that and then you take in context what happened then and what happens at the death on the Death Star, you can kind of see like, okay, this is why they're doing acting the way they are. That's why, you know, you're not seeing the, the all the flips and everything like that. There's because it's like, they both know what they're capable of. They both know what happened the last time they met each other. And now they're being, and that's why personally for me, I'm, I'm up and down about whether I want or not, I want to see a confrontation between Vader and Obi-Wan in the Obi-Wan series. Like, I'm sure it'll be awesome, but just because I think that, that initial fight in episode three laid so much ground for work for, for what we eventually see in episode four that I don't know. It just kind of is like, you know, are you going to, are you going to ruin that by having another duel between there? I mean, I, 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 I have faith in, in everyone that's involved because they, you know, but I don't know. It's just kind of like, do I want to see that? Do I really want to see that again? But then again, there's also, I mean, they've proven me wrong before with some, with things. I think that every Star Wars story is like a big quilt. And I think it, all the pieces enhance each other oh, in yeah. some weird way or another. I am never right. going to be a person that's going to be like, oh, this is better or that was better. You know what I mean? Um, no, oh, definitely, definitely. I mean, it's in we we always end our show by saying it's our it's our Star Wars, and I mean that's to me that you, what you just said kind of reaffirms that that you know everything is just kind of together and makes like a patchwork of all the different stories and all the different you know characters and everything like that, and yeah, definitely, <laughs> yeah, definitely. Um. So, trying to think, what I mean, what were like some of the characters that initially kind of drew you, or like, were you like, "Ooh, I, this one, I like this character, I like that character," and what was it about those those characters that kind of I don't know, inspired you, but like was like like drew you to them. Oh, I would say Obi Wan was the first mm. per the first character that I really um, really liked, especially as a kid. I just I especially felt like when I saw the um, this the um, the re released trilogy theaters, mm -hmm. I felt like I really want to know more of his story, and I was so excited when the prequels came out because I was like, "Yay, we're back in Obi." <laughs> Obi-Wan. I have a special place in my heart for Kenobi. What can I say? Yes. Kenobi is, <laughs> Kenobi is great. Kenobi is great. Um and, and, and I so also you you like too. the you like the um the Alec Guinness. That was your, yes, that, was your yes, Kenobi. Yeah, yeah. that was my initial and you know I think Hugh McGregor has done an amazing job. Oh. I think that is so so interesting is like 
that's one of those characters that you can tell the era that a person grew up with what with which who was their kenobi you know was it the alec guinness kenobi or was it the ewan mcgregor kenobi and i mean i love i love ewan mcgregor and he's really taken to that role so much i mean even even so much as you can see that he studied alec guinness and studied his acting and how he talked and everything like that just amazing job i'm so excited for the kenobi series me too (laughs) for me though when i was younger it was han but as i've gotten older i've i've gotten a soft spot for luke i've i've gotten a little you know han when you when you're younger and you're a when you're a boy especially when you're a boy han solo was cool han solo was the bad guy, the bad boy that you're like, oh, I wish I could be cool like him and go and fly the Millennium Falcon. And But as I've gotten a little bit older, I've got a much more appreciation of Luke, uh, especially the original trilogy, Luke. Um, yeah. So Luke is probably my favorite right now. With with Vader, of course, being a close second, because, you know, it's Vader. I mean, it's it's Vader. So, um, person that bought me back was definitely the character of Kylo Ren. I really enjoyed Adam Driver. I think Adam Driver's performance in the sequels Mm -hmm. was beyond phenomenal. Yes, we, me and my daughter, FYI, we've been going through the Star Wars movies. She's seven years old, and we recently started re watching. I started watching the Star Wars movies with her. Um, Kylo kind of scared her. She was a little. She was a little scared of Kylo. Vader, she had no issue with. She loves Vader. Vader is her favorite. One of her favorite characters. She loves Vader. Kylo, that was especially when he when he killed Han Solo. Spoilers, by the way, if you haven't actually seen the movie, <laughs> but it is like, what, almost, yeah, it's like a like an eight year old. It's like a nine. How long has it been since last since Force Awakens came out? Oh my gosh, let me see. There were. Since 2015, I believe, Force Awakens came out. So, over five years. Yeah, at least. So, yeah, yeah. So, if you haven't seen a five-year movie by now, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> um. But yeah, yeah. Well, let's see. What else do we? Have? Oh, you were talking about Kylo. You so you you're not one of the people that automatically hated the sequel trilogy no in fact um a lot the sequels bought me back to star wars actually really that's cool and um and my project is kind of like a canon divergent off that because the because the main founder of jedi temple um is uh the granddaughter of ben solo and ray skywalker oh okay interesting interesting so tell us a little bit about the story then uh i mean you don't have to go into detail but kind of the basic genesis and the plot the basic what the plot is of the story okay well i would say that the the story kind of of course begins in the the galaxy far far away um they had just gotten they they had just uh been victorious against the sith once more there had been a another 
another fight of sorts. And um, I think that the, the the couple, the Jedi that are left, they're um, are looking to go, you know, go somewhere peaceful. There has been to go somewhere new, and um, they decide on Earth to go to as sort of like the last frontier. And as people, if people have read legends and and have read legends, Han Solo's um, really like you know um, ends up crashing. In yeah, I've read, I've read that. Natives. Yeah. So I kind of wanted it. I kind of wanted a story to redeem Earth a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> um, so they end up coming to Earth and they end up meeting the uh, the native people that are first in Houston, and how that situation goes and it kind of builds up from there um but the solo family ends up plan ends up being um sort of assigned as seekers basically going to other places and finding people who have force abilities mm. and it's just and it's a story that that goes all over the all basically all over the planet of people found um creating their own jedi temples and ha having their own stories um my primarily focus is the temple so um there's a there'll be a lot about the you know the different rooms and the history of them and where certain things are from and certain certain rooms are named after other people and um but there's also going to be it's it's kind of like um it'll be split up in different parts so like my section is about the temple but my co-founder jared dixon he's going to be talking about lightsabers and ships mm. and and how like you know that and and how that has affected how that jedis have affected that area so like there'll be like yeah. stories about you know how like the wright brothers sort of got their idea about the planes from visiting one one year there and stuff like that and like different <laughs> artists that came there there's a story with salvador dali that i can't wait nice. to share Nice about his, about his quirky time um, visiting the uh, Jedi Temple. <laughs> yeah, that was one thing. Like that was that always would interest that kind of interests me is that when you have like a story like that where someone with an advanced technology, like they have in Star Wars, visits Earth during this time of like the late like the early eighteen hundreds, and how that would just dramatically change everything. Like you have suddenly ships that can go light speed in a in a society where they haven't even i mean they're still riding horses and horse and buggies <laughs> they're, know, not, they're, just... yeah, they're not quite they're not quite there yet and it's and this they land in about 1660 so i would say that it probably it, the, the official temple probably is not built till about 1680 so there's a whole span of time where you know it's pretty much a, like a, a like a kept it's pretty much kept secret most yeah. part um, anybody that knows about it's usually either fearful of it, like deeply suspicious, like, oh, there must be cannibals inside there or something like that. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Sorry about my dog. No, it's all right. Your dog Rosie, commentary. <laughs> Where is my <laughs> sorry about that? Uh, just give me one second. I have to let the talk out. Yeah. All right. Hello, everyone out there. <laughs> oh. 
sorry about that, ladies and gentlemen. Um, now, of course, she wants back. She's fine. Uh, anyway, um, yeah, yeah. I that sounds like a really fascinating idea for a story, and I love the concept of the uh, the virtual temple to to um, go through and visit and everything like that. So that's a really really cool cool concept. Um, now, I, I know you have a uh, a GoFundMe. Um, yeah. How much? What are you looking to raise? I mean, how much are you looking to get to to get this thing off the ground and really get it started? What What is your What are your, some of your What is your goal? Uh, my initial fundraiser right now is about three thousand five hundred dollars, and basically that is all going towards the three D designer to create the temple. Okay. Um, this, is, this is not even counting the what the weapons and ships and all of that stuff. Like this is just sort of like the 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 bare bones beginning of what I am wanting to set up. So I'm really excited that I've been able to find somebody who's who's crazy enough to actually think this is a good idea. <laughs> <laughs> and um, I have a couple other people in mind that I know are going to be interested in wanting to develop a little bit more into it. So. Um, that's sort of my goal. Uh, my goal is to bring it to other conventions. I know I list about three different con conventions. I Capitola Comic Con, which is in Santa Cruz, California, um, Philadelphia Expo, and um, hopefully, fingers crossed, someday a Star Wars celebration, um, which would be an honor. I, I, oh. I, 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 there would be a tough crowd, but I would be, I would be honored to. Uh, try to present there <laughs> yeah now have you has has the response been pretty has, has the response been overall positive for for this idea for people that you've talked to um it's definitely unique and i know that and so i know sometimes when people have really unique different ideas about canon and things of that nature sometimes i think people are a little bit intimidated <laughs> Mm. Which is understandable when you know when there's been a franchise since 1977. Yeah. Um, I will. I will say there's probably a little bit of pushback because you know, I'm I'm kind of closely associated with the sequel end of it. Yeah. Um, so there's that. Um, but most part, I think people are generally interested in it. Um, I just hope that uh, you know people want to help out. <laughs> Well, I know, we will... I know things are hard right now. But yeah, 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 def definitely. It takes, a, well, it takes a teamwork to make the dream work. <laughs> that's right. That's right. That's right. Um, well, I honestly, I don't know if I can think unless you just want to ramble. I mean, I'm always willing to talk Star Wars. Any? Oh, yeah, yeah. Feel free. Definitely, definitely. Um, now, being a, being a fan of this, of sequels, I know that the last series was a little of all the series of the, of the series that we've had. The last series Boba Fett was a little controversial. What was your take on Boba Fett, the book of Boba Fett? Um, I it was definitely there was definitely some twists and turns I didn't expect. Um, yeah. <laughs> especially now, Cad Bane. I was like, oh my gosh, I had to. Oh. <laughs> yes everybody's yeah. favorite bounty cowboy uh, yeah 
<laughs> yeah. Now, were were you a Boba Fett fan before, or were you just kind of indifferent to him? Um, I wouldn't say I'm in. I'm completely indifferent. I, I, I the Mandalorians have never been like my full focus writing. Yeah. Because um, I'm, you know, I'm still sort of getting back. I'm still learning a lot as I go along. Um, but, um, just learning this, just learning the backstory, especially through Clone Wars about what, um, Boba had to go through with losing his father and then becoming a bounty hunter and kind of like, you know, where things are now. I mean, his story and let, I, I, I read a lot of legends about Mm -hmm. Boba and it's really amazing. The massed amount of stories, interesting stories that people can do related to Boba. Oh yeah, definitely, definitely. Um, we've actually, been, yeah, we've in the past wanted have been wanting um, thinking about doing a story, kind of a an audio drama. It's still in the back of of my mind of the trial of Darth Vader, kind of oh. a what if. And we've we talked to a lawyer. We had a lawyer on our show uh, a few months ago. Uh, there was a prosecuting attorney, and we talked about him about what charges would be could be brought up to vader if vader went on on trial but the whole premise is it's kind of like a what if what if he survived at the end of jedi still went to the light side but he has to stand trial what would that trial look like how would that go down what what all the things so it's kind of idea in the back of my head to do that's very interesting because I, i read a fan fiction story um few months ago that was about Ben Solo being on trial by both the resistance and the um and the uh the first order. Oh and the first order. Oh. Which was hmm. pretty interesting. Of course he got out scot free. Of course. <laughs> of That's course. the happy ending. Yeah. Um, my my one of my ideas I had for for my story was to be was to have um because he's former imperial, uh, you know, be considered former imperial. When they're having the trial, it's a they actually have to they actually get an imperial officer to be his defense attorney, because that's the only one who would who would do it. Is oh. is you know, and it's the the whole thing would be like, okay, how does that work? How do you how you bring in the, an well, imperial? You know, with, you know what they did with Ben Solo? They had Poe Dameron be his attorney. <laughs> I'll have to look that up. I'll have to definitely have to look. That I will up. have to sort that to you sometime. It's yeah, pretty sometimes. wild yeah. beginning. And I'm actually friends with the author as well. And yeah, that that it's like a huge two part series. And I- wow. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, I think we're gonna kind of end things a little early tonight. Um, it was really amazing talking to you. Uh, why don't you tell us again where they can find you at and information on the Houston Jedi Temple? Okay, well, we have a GoFundMe link. And if you just look up um, Houston Jedi Temple, you can certainly find us there. Uh, We have a Twitter account. Um, You can find us on Houston under uh, uh, Jedi. And then uh, we also have a Facebook page, which is also uh, Houston Jedi Temple. And um, that has all my contact information in case people want to talk to me. Um, obviously, I'm still uh, compiling all the stories and stuff for this. So um, I have 
talked about this to the other podcast that I recently interviewed with and basically was like, hey, you know, if anybody has any suggestions, comments, you know, feel free to add as well. All right. Uh, as for us, you can find us, of course, best way to get a hold of us is through our email. You can find us at at war of the stars one at gmail.com. That is also our Twitter handle. Uh, check us out there. We are a proud member of the Red Five Network. Go to www.red5network.com. And actually, no, I take that back. We have a new website. I don't have the link for it right now, uh, but I will get that up as soon as I can. But check out Red Five, all the shows on the Red Five Network. A uh, lot of fun there. Um, and if you want to support the show, we have a Patreon, patreon.com forward slash War of the Stars. Or you can go to www.spreadshirt.com forward slash shop forward slash War of the Stars. And it's War dash of dash the dash stars dash. Whew, that's a lot to say. Um, where you can get all the cool merch for War of the Stars, t-shirts, mugs, sweaters, whatever you want. Um, also, we have a Facebook group. Uh, just go to War of the Stars. Just search War of the Stars, a Star Wars podcast. If you're not able to watch us live in our live stream, you can go to wherever fine podcasts are heard. We are on Stitcher Radio. We are on Spotify. We're an Apple podcast. We're on anchor.fm. You can check us out all over those fine places. And before we go, one thing. Lily, come here for a second. I want you to say, may the force be with you. May the force be with you. May the force be with you too, Lily. <laughs> As always, remember, this isn't just my Star Wars. This isn't just your Star Wars. This is our Star Wars. Until next time, say it again. May the force be with, with you. you. All right.